0: I think roller derby is a hopeful thing. He earned enough money from selling plants that he paid off the mortgage on his house. People <laughs> always want to know, uh, you know, is that a lie or is that the truth? I completely disassembled this Triumph TR6. I wish I could have been a professional woman soccer player. I'm Martha Woodruff, and this is The Spark, an exploration of interesting people doing interesting things. I'm going diving. Poet Greg Wren has been diving and snorkeling on reefs all over the world since he was a kid. So I asked him, what's the attraction? I'm going diving, yeah! Well, it's an alien world. And
1: at least when I'm diving, especially when I'm diving, but even when I'm snorkeling, it's very precious. It's not a place I can return to very easily, especially the place where I do my research, I can't return to very easily. So there's something alien about it. There's something very precious about it and I think there's also something very fragile about it. The thing I love on this planet probably as much as reefs are frescoes. And they they too are very fragile and incredibly beautiful and many times are kind of spiritual. And and I do think of reefs as one of my spiritual homes.
0: Spiritual
1: meaning. What's going yeah. on in you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what's going on with me? I think it's pay attention. That's the mantra that I can't help but have when I'm underwater. is pay attention. Pay attention. This is going to be over soon. Pay attention. You're going to have to get out of the water soon. Pay attention. This is going to be rubble within a decade or two or three. Pay attention. So I think that, you know, all spiritual traditions, I think, begin with pay attention. Prayer is a form of paying attention. And so I think that kind of without even trying to, no om shanti needed, it's, it's a spiritual um, place for me. Everybody's too loud, I can't listen to myself. I need somewhere I can go, underwater. where I'll go. I've dived many, many, many places. I've been to the Great Barrier Reef, I've been to Polynesia, I've been to Hawaii. And one of my favorite places, and the place where I, where I conduct my research, is in Indonesia at a place called uh, Raja Ampat.
0: Can you locate it for us?
1: I can. So if you picture Australia and then you zoom north, there is one of the largest islands on earth, which is New Guinea. And half of New Guinea, the, the western side of New Guinea, is owned by uh, Indonesia. And the, 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 um, the other side is, owned, is an independent country, Papua New Guinea. So at the very, very western tip of New Guinea... Three-fourths of a degree below the equator um, is a place called Raja Ampat, and that means four kings, and there are four large islands um, in that archipelago, many smaller islands. And there uh, are the, the most biodiverse reefs in the world there. So one reef in Raja Ampat has more species of coral and fish than the entire Caribbean. And it's pristine. I mean, relatively speaking, it's pristine.
0: How'd you end up there the first time? Oh my gosh, I think I read about it in National Geographic,
1: or I heard I heard other divers talking about it when I was.
0: So you just said I'm going. I said I'm going.
1: This is going to be this is going to be done with soon enough. So I, I have to see it before it leaches and acidifies away. I've had some very memorable dives there, seeing reef mantas and pelagic mantas together, which is very very rare. Uh, hovering above coral heads and fish, you know, eating parasites off of them at what they call a cleaning station. But just the snorkeling, the snorkeling it's those first five meters where the red part of the color spectrum isn't removed by the water, it's in those upper five meters where the colors are incredible. And there's a particular place in Raja Ampa that. I remember from last year, it's really hard to put into words, which is hard as a writer, right? Just so many different species of coral and fish. It's just otherworldly.
0: And what's going to happen to this?
1: It's, it's just, it's really not good. What's, what's great about this area, one of the reasons that Raja Ampat hasn't suffered the same fate that the Great Barrier Reef has, is that the corals there are curiously evolved to withstand high temperatures, and and, and temperature variability in the water. So for now, they're able to take the rising sea temperatures. But at a certain point, when we take into account overfishing, and we take into account the rising population in Raja Ampat and the pollutants that will be entering the water, when we take into account the fact that sea levels will be rising, when we take into account that it's becoming more acidic, so it's going to be harder and harder, as with every year, with every parts per million of CO2 added, to the atmosphere, the the seawater absorbs that and and it becomes more acidic. And so these corals are going to have a harder and harder time creating their shells. And at a certain point, probably towards the end of the century, the skeletons, the calcium carbonate shells of of the coral, will begin to actually dissolve the way an eggshell would dissolve in vinegar.
0: And you want to write a book about this? I do. And toward what end?
1: Toward what end? Well... I want to create a time capsule for the future. There are so few literary representations of coral reefs. I haven't come across one yet, and I'm certainly open to being sent one or, or, or knowing about one. There's a lot of more journalistic scientific writing about coral reefs, but even then not a whole lot. So this is a li- this will be actually a, a time capsule in which I am writing a, a series of letters to my eighth great niece in the 23rd century because I want her to have a literary linguistic written record of what it felt like to be at these remote pristine reefs. I want her to know what it felt like. She'll probably be able to see photographs. Her android will bring her scientific reports, I'm sure, of, of what it was like. And she may even, I'm certain sur- I'm sure, sh- pretty certain she'll, even um, using virtual reality, be able to experience reefs, but she won't know what it was like to experience something beautiful that she was indirectly helping to destroy. And that is the central kind of moral crisis that I find myself in, and, and, and that's the big question I ask myself is, what is it like to experience something utterly gorgeous that I'm helping indirectly to destroy? period of time that we're living in right now, let say the next 10, 15 years, it is a very, very special time. It's a very, very special time because we can still experience these reefs uh, in certain corners of the world. We can still experience a pristine reef on the planet Earth in 2030 and 2040, 2050. It's not going to be possible. It's just not, no matter what we do, I'm afraid. So what I want to say is that this is an awesome opportunity to Experience ecological beauty, natural beauty that will be gone in our lifetime. Moving away from coral reefs for a moment, moving to the land, You know, scientists are saying within 10 years there may be no wild elephants left because of, of the ivory trade, mostly through China and other Asian countries. We're starting to see polar bears eat one another because there's not enough food. So get 400 parts per million of CO2. I think we have reached a tipping point from which we cannot recover, I'm afraid. And I don't mean to sound... Well, actually, I do mean to sound doomy and gloomy. I, I do actually, I do mean to sound doomy and gloomy, but that isn't that isn't what the book is about, because that message is is out there. We know what's going to happen, so I think that experience nature now, experience natural beauty now, because some of the things that we that are near and dear to us, that we can see National Geographic specials about right now, will be gone. They will be gone, and that is, I think, that's what I I want to say.
0: find a picture of poet Greg Wren and some of his pictures of the reef at Raja Ampat on the Spark page at WMRA.org.